last time on Space Days. The crew managed, in an awkward fashion, to get some fashion, and headed back to Tabaki's shop to pick up Sito, where Tabaki taught Daythorn the basic maintenance on him. After changing, the group headed out of the waste into the inner circle of Thibis, the city of Trine. I want you guys to describe how this, uh, this walk went. Awkward. <laughs> um, Daythorn's definitely gonna be hanging out with Sito, maybe arm fucked around first. Okay. Uh, so what's the marching order here? Probably yeah. Daythorn in the front saying that she knows where we're going. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Daythorn and Sito are leading the way. Uh, Botches, Nora, you guys hanging back with each other? Yes. Uh, just so you know, Mask of Many Faces. Because I don't think there's a lot of tieflings in the inner part of it. I don't really know. I don't know this area very well. Okay. But I don't need to look like myself. Okay. What do you look like? Uh, probably the same humanoid-looking one that I looked like before. Okay. So very, very humanistic. I think I was actually an elf. And... Yeah. Do you want to be an elf or a human? I think I, I think it was an elf that I was. I'll be an elf. Okay. So you're an elf. Uh. You guys head out of the waste. You watch as the scenery kind of changes. The air becomes cleaner. Uh, the roads that were once kind of muddy and broken pavement, they start to kind of form together. And soon you guys make it to the inner city of uh, Trine. And there are actually walkways now. Uh, there are there are streets with cars and like these the cars are both ships and cars uh they're rather fancy looking you see above you there are a lot of individual uh piloted ships going to and from the buildings there's a lot of tracks above you where the trains travel and people start to seem to populate the area more. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check, all of you. Because we're good at these. I am. It's weird. That is a 17 for Daythorn. 17 as well. Which is... 7. This is why I'm uh, and 17 for Sito. Oh, fuck. Uh, wow. So, Nora, you are... You, you notice the changes, uh, but you are kind of just keeping your head down a little bit. Even if it's not something that you're meaning to do, you're, you're a little nervous about being back in the city. Uh... Botches, Daythorn, and Sito, you guys see the big buildings that start to rise up. They're way more cared for than the buildings in the waste. Botches, you have been to the inner city once or twice for deliveries or to pick up cargo or even to drop people off, but uh, this is your first time really getting to be out in the middle of it and seeing it all. 
And uh, ahead of you guys, you see the Bryce Sanctum Citadel, which is up in the upper city. It's not in the center city that you guys are in, but it's up in the upper city where the Bryce Sanctum workers work. There's the government buildings. Everything is up in the upper city. Uh, it is very large up close. You can see it while kind of hovering outside the atmosphere of Thibos. But up close, it just dwarfs over everything. And it's, it's very well maintained. You guys are watching these citizens head to, to work in their ships and on their trains. And the buildings have these large screens that are flickering with advertisements. And Bacchus and Sito, you guys hear a very familiar tune. It is the tune of one of Sito's favorite cartoons, and yours too, Bacchus. The Dungum Fighters. Oh my gods. Oh, oh my gods. Uh, Sito's gonna stop and, like, look back at you as on one of the screens up ahead of you, there is an advertisement for a Dungum Fighters movie. But this is gonna turn, like, he's gonna whirl <laughs> around on his heel to Nora and, like, look at the others as well and just be like, oh, we gotta, we gotta go see this movie, guys. Sito! What? What? Yeah, 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 no, but we gotta... Daythorn! Nora! We... Uh, we can... We can go after? We meet Fee? Promise? We don't need no... Oh god. <laughs> Nora, Nora, the movie's... Movie's dark, and, and nobody pays attention to us. They pay attention to the thing, and it's Dungeon Fighters. Please, Nora, please, 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 please. Oh my god. Nora, right now you have uh, Botchus and Sito, like, staring up at you with these big puppy dog eyes. <laughs> <laughs> after after we figure everything out, please, can we go see the Dungeon Fighters movie? Please? If this doesn't go horribly wrong, I guess? Yes. Daythorn has a silent, like, yes. <laughs> As the three of you, Daythorn included, are kind of excited about this, uh, Botchus and Sito are very excited Static. about this. Because they don't have movies in the waste. And the Dungum Fighters are Botchus and Sito's favorite cartoon. Uh, okay, so you guys continue along the the city streets, and it's it's about late morning, early afternoonish in the city of Trine, and everybody's starting to bustle around. You see everyone in the kind of boring colors that you saw in the Demon's Nest, 
and none of them are, are paying you any mind. As you continue walking, Daythorn, I need you to make a wisdom check. Wisdom check. With advantage. With advantage. That's a seven. Ooh. What's your <laughs> other roll? A three. <laughs> so, Daythorn, you you head down one of the streets, and after a minute, like, I don't know if it was the excitement of the Dungum Fighters movie, or if you just, you haven't been here for a little while, you suddenly realize you're not on the street that you were meant to be on. You're, you're not on the street that leads to the main shopping district. What are we on? Like, do I have Doodle Maps? look up Google Maps on your tablet <laughs> if you would like. I, w- I will allow that. You can get the uh, directions and the DPS up. Okay, well I'm gonna start Did backing up. Did you say up. DPS? <laughs> Maybe. What does that stand for? <laughs> That's for me to know and you to never find out. <laughs> Or what about a directional positioning system? There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that stands for directional positioning system. Oh my god, you guys! Um, so Daythor's gonna like slowly turn them back around to where they came from, and as they walk, she like pull out her phone to pretend to check for a message for Fee, and pull up Google Maps. So you guys go down this road that kind of leads into the uh, the living quarters of of trying and suddenly Daythorn turns on her heels and pulls out her phone and starts leading you back the opposite direction uh and after a little bit you start to see the buildings change a bit they are more shop-like uh the population gets a little bit more crowded as more storefronts are appearing in your guys's sight and soon Daythorn you see a very familiar sight of the Thibus Cafe I will take them to the Thibus Cafe. The Thibus Cafe is a small coffee shop nestled in the center of the shopping district. It's a smaller building that's kind of placed between two of the larger buildings. It's quaint, and as you walk in, the rich smell of coffee and sweets fill the air. There are small booths and tables that line the windows, and there's a soft, mellow music playing in the background. Uh, so, sitting in the usual spot, you see an Ergonasi. She has light purple skin with lighter purple patches. Her hair is like dark pinkish purple and orange cloud with bits that seem to sway and swirl. She smiles when she sees your group walk in and standing at a little over six feet, she runs over and scoops you up, Daythorn. Uh, hi, hi, feet. <laughs> Daythorn, I've been worried sick about you. I, I've been fine, I'm good. 
You're okay? You're not hurt? Nope, nope, just perfectly fine. Every, everything's intact. Uh, she sets you down and turns to your group and says, Well, hi. My name's Dr. Quinn. What's your names? You're the group that's been traveling with Daythorn. It's nice to meet you. Come on, sit down, sit down, sit down. As she kind of ushers your group to the booth that uh, she had saved. Well, I'm a botchist, and this is Regina. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you, uh, doctor? Dr. Quinn. You can call me Dr. Uh, Quinn. Uh, Dr. Quinn. Do, uh, do any of you want anything to drink? Any coffee or, or sweets or tea or... Um, you should get a sweet for Cito. Her eyes fall to Cito and she's like, This is the AI you wrote about? Yes. You didn't say he was so cute! That, I, I didn't think about that. How could you not think about that? Look at him. That's, All right, that's you guys Cito. stay here. I'll go get some, some treats. As she kind of scurries off and Sito's just like, I like her. Uh, as soon as she walks away, I drop Mask of Many Faces and bring it right back up. Because I'm sure it's almost <laughs> out of time. <laughs> Menu. Drop. <laughs> so, Daythona, Sito, I, I don't know if it'd be a good idea to be shouting that, that we got a special AI while we're running around in here. Like, you know you're more used to this area than I am, but uh, I, I don't know. Seems he kind of glances around the cafe like he's he's a little on edge for sure. Sito uh kind of hunkers down a little bit. He's like, oh right. Uh, Doctor Quinn comes back with a couple cups of coffee and two hot chocolates, uh, and gives. A hot chocolate to both Daythorn and Sito. And then hands the coffees to Eunora uh, and Ubachas. And she sits down and she says, Okay, first off, tell me about your adventures. Uh, we fought a worm. Uh, ice worm. That was fun. Uh, we, we met new friends on a new ship. And now we're back here. Oh. Oh, we, we did... We did meet a god at one point. That was weird and exciting. Hmm. A god. Interesting. You you said you had something for me to look at. Yes, and uh, Daythorn will pull out her little tablet to show her the picture of the plants from the Dominion. Is this this one of yours? As she looks at and she smiles and says, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I was working on before you left. I, I was able to stabilize it and, and they were, they were transporting it to a, uh, another lab. Where, where did, where'd you get this picture? I, I, I took it, uh, but I wanted to make sure it wasn't exploding. So that's good. Oh no, not exploding anymore. That, yeah, that's good. I like it. Uh, anymore? Oh, yeah. I did about 200 other trials with this whole kind of system, and it, it just didn't end up well. A lot of them exploded. Some of them imploded. Uh, some of them came to life. That was interesting. And then they exploded. So, uh, these are, like, plants? Yep. So they can grow pretty much anywhere, right? Uh, Creating a plant that you can grow in any climate and any, like, vegetation, so you can have food anywhere you go. That, that's a 
pretty cool idea. Uh, kind of worried about the exploding part. That's not an idea. It works. Oh, I fixed that. All right. So, what do you do, Bacchus? Uh, I, uh, I'm a captain of a ship. Yep. That's it. You're a captain of your ship. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's gonna tug at his collar a little, like... I, um... I, I do a lot of, lot of, uh, really important work. You know? Uh, top secret. If, if you know what I mean. Uh, Sito kind of looks over his cup of hot chocolate and says, I shove a marshmallow in his mouth before he, like, is able to say anything. <laughs> and what about you, Regina? Just along for the ride. Have you been traveling with them long? About the same amount of time as Daythorn has been. Hmm. Daythorn, you haven't, uh, did you find out any more information on, on the note? No. Uh, I, I didn't get to that part. Uh, that, that part was kind of scary. Uh, so I haven't, I haven't asked about it. So uh, we, we, we did find, we did find the thing. She looks at Botches. Uh, what note? I, I got a letter uh, from someone I thought was dead. So I haven't looked into it yet. Who is it? What do you mean you thought they were dead? <sighs> um, I come from the planet of Capernaum. My little hometown blew up. I lost my family there. I got a letter from my mother, who I thought was has been dead for a while. Daythorn, I'm so sorry. As Dr. Quinn kind of frowns, she says, I'm sorry, Daythorn, I didn't know they didn't know. I didn't want to ask them to, to help me find that just yet. Uh, but that that's all right. Uh, but she looks over to botches. Like, can can you show her the thing? Uh, should we? Hold on, hold on. Should we pull it out here? Is it safe? <clears throat> that's what she said. Doctor Quinn says, "Don't worry. We've chosen the quietest time, and people who come here really don't care about what's going on around them." They're just here for their morning coffee. Okay, then. Then back to their pitiful jobs afterwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm here. <laughs> you have something. Me? Yes. You. Uh, Bodges. The ship captain. Yeah? <laughs> kind of a rough charm. He's totally forgotten about the chip. And the article. <laughs> Botches. Botches. <laughs> what did we find on that ice planet? A big ass worm. <laughs> no, 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 no. The thing we took with us. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's gonna <gasps> oh, pull boy. out the little container, the little like little box that it was in, and uh, put it on the table. Botches. Mm -hmm. You 
you pull the box out of your pocket, and I need the others to remove. <gasps> no! no! <laughs> don't leave me! Wait, don't leave me! <laughs> no! <laughs> What's happening? Hi, Botches. Hi. So, Botches, you grab the box that this chip is in. And the box is slightly open. And as you grab it, your hand brushes the chip. And the world around you goes black. And there's a familiar scene in front of you. Three figures are standing and talking. You can't make out any of their features or the words that they are saying. They are the same three figures and the same dream that you have had since your childhood. You knew what to expect next. Like every time you've had this dream, following the figures was an explosion, followed by a flash of blue light and a symbol of a circle with three smaller circles inside. As you brace yourself for this, the explosion doesn't come. The figures in front of you stop talking and one turns to you. While the other two remain featureless, as the one that turns to you starts to come closer, you see the features. A familiar face, a tiefling, with scruffy black hair and a five o'clock shadow. Reese, your adoptive father, stands before you. What do you do? Uh... Oh, shit. He's just gonna stare at him a minute. I think he... Like, he's just been kind of a watcher up until this point. But now, like, I mean, his dad's making eye contact, right? Like, it's like he sees him there. He's standing face to face with him. Uh, he's gonna, like, raise a hand and, like, just wave it in front of his face briefly. Just to make sure that, like... This is real. Reese smiles and chuckles at your action. And before you can do anything else, he reaches out and he flicks you on your forehead like he's done so many times when you were a child. And when he does this, Botches, you feel a force hit you. And the scene in your head changes. You see the base in Avalon, but it's not like when you were there. You see the elf placing the Lost One's tech in the hidden compartment. After a minute, the scene changes again. You're standing in a field filled with red flowers outside of a city. As it changes again, you're in the same field, but everything is destroyed. The scene changes again. You're standing in an odd-looking room. It appears to be a library. Standing on a podium ahead of you is a large leather-bound blue book. On the cover are the symbols that you are so very used to. A circle with three smaller circles inside. After a moment, you feel a tremble and you see the explosion, followed by the flash of blue light. You hear a familiar voice of Reese. Bacchus. Zokaro. 
and everything goes black. What was in that coffee? Oh, goddess! Uh, Botches, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Okay! Uh. Natural one? Oh. So what felt like several minutes for Botches, you guys see Botches reach into his pocket and pull out the box, which he drops to the table and slumps over in the booth, unconscious. I, I, I grab him and make sure he doesn't, like, fall out of the booth and go, Botches! Can I, like, shake him a little bit? Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and, uh, shake him. Botches, go ahead and, uh, roll a d20 for me. Okay! 19! Oh. Okay, with the shaking, Botches, Nora, Nora wakes you up and you come to and you're back in the Thibus Cafe, and you see the group looking at you very concerned. You need a, a little coffee there, Bo? I, uh, Botches, what happened? I, I think I'm just a little tired. Nora kind of holds him. She's freaking out now. Uh, um, I look over at Botches and uh, Daythorn kind of like, did, did something happen? She kind of like eyes the chip. Uh, yeah, I think I, I uh, it, it's, it's nothing. Sorry to worry you guys. Uh, I just, I think I just, when's the last time we've eaten anything? Probably been a hot minute. As, uh, Dr. Quinn stands up, she goes, I'll, I'll go order some food, and I'll get you some water, no, too. You really don't have to, it's, uh... No, it's fine, it's totally fine. You just rest. Watch this, what happened? Sorry, out of character, I'm just like... <laughs> I'm having a moment! <laughs> Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. I didn't really give you a moment to just scream, so go ahead and uh, do that right now. cool and shit, but just... I'm just like... Ah! <laughs> I wanna know! <laughs> you Me too! Oh. I really want you guys to know too, oh. but... Oh, God, Lance. Okay, uh... You're welcome. I'm out of alcohol again. That's cool. <laughs> Man, we're only like 30 minutes in and some deep shit just happened. I don't know, we're just having some coffee and hot cocoa and just chilling. Bam! Tense stuff. Uh, okay, 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 okay. <sighs> uh... 
Yeah, he's gonna rub on his face, like, kind of vigorously, like, just up and down. And, like, shake his head. Botches. <laughs> what happened? Uh... You know that... that... that thing you were talking about before? Uh... Uh, the... the flower thing. The... the weird dream that I had? Yeah, uh... I don't know, I think you're... I don't know, it probably just is because you were talking about it and stuff, but I, uh... I, I saw... something like it. Uh, and some other stuff, but... I know you were talking about that, um... <sighs> the field, and then it was... It was all fucked up. Uh, I think I, I think I saw that. You, 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 you saw it like just, just now when you passed out. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, sorry if I worried you guys and I was out for like a bit. Botches, you weren't. I don't know. I think I, I just. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, get some air. I'll, I'll be right back. He's gonna try and. Do you do you want one of us to come? No, with it, you? it's good. Uh, you should probably wait for the food. He's gonna get up out of the booth and uh, he's gonna go outside for a bit. Uh, a little shaky maybe. Uh, Doctor Quinn comes back with sandwiches for each of you. They're grilled paninis. She's just like, where'd Botches go? Uh, he went to get some air. That was odd. Is he okay? I don't know. Daythor is like, I am that chip, like, real suspiciously. As, uh, Dr. Quinn looks at the box and she says, is this what you found? Daythor nods. May I? Yeah. But, but, uh, Careful. She opens up the box and carefully pulls out the chip. She's keeping it down. She's not holding it up or anything. She's keeping it down. Nothing seems to happen to her. Uh, she studies it and she's like, This is... And you said you found this on an ice planet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this technology is very old. But it's very advanced for the age of it. Where exactly did you find this? Avalon? She pulls out her tablet and starts jotting down notes. And she she takes a picture of it. And she says, well, I could do my best to look at it. I can take it to my lab at home, if that's okay with you. Do you, do you remember my, uh, my slight obsession besides science? Mm-hmm. More of a fairy tale kind of thing? I believe yes. it's something along those lines. You believe it's that? Yes. The language and symbols around it didn't make any sense to me, even with, with the comprehend language. 
I can... I can do research on this tech, but that is going to require me to take this. I won't take it to the Price Sanctum, God knows that's just a horrible idea, because they're cuckoo bananas. But, with your permission, I will take it to my lab at home, and I will do any research on it that I can. Of course, this is up to all of you. Look towards the door. Uh, Sito climbs over the booth. He says, I'll go get Botches. And Sito goes outside. Botches, where are you outside? Uh, I don't think he's right by the door. I think he kind of went around to the side of the building. He's like leaning against it. After a minute, Sito kind of pokes his head around the corner. It's just like, hey. Uh, hey, Sito. Sorry. You okay? Yeah, uh, sorry about earlier. Just kind of... I think I was a little hungry. That's all. Uh... You weren't hungry, were you? Your biometric scans changed. Uh... Yeah, I did pass out a little. That didn't really... Right? I mean, that's biometric stuff. I guess. Something was really different right before you passed out. You you said that you were passed out for a while, but you were only passed out for like 20 seconds until Nora shook you. I um it uh look, I just I don't know. I Sito, you remember that dream that I've always had? Yeah, well, I, I mean, it felt like a long time that I was out. I, I had that dream, and there was some other stuff, and I mean, it was, it was different this time, like... It changed? Yeah, uh... I... I was able to, to see, uh... My dad... Uh, Reese, he was one of the people, and he uh, he came up to me this time like it wasn't just like I was watching a movie. It was like he saw me, and then I, I mean, I saw, I saw the thing that Nora was. I, I mean, I thought it was just she was real drunk, but I mean, I saw the that field. It's got to be the same thing. And a couple- and some other stuff? I- I don't- this is all stupid. Uh, the others are probably, uh, waiting, huh? He's gonna take your hand. He says, yeah, they- they want to get everyone's opinion on letting Dr. Quinn take the chip. Alright, uh. I guess let's head back in. He gives your hand a little bit of a squeeze before leading you back in. Where you find uh, a sandwich waiting oh, for you. Oh, he's gonna dig in. Like, it's like a grilled a grilled panini, like, melty cheese and like... Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems a little better now. As 
Dr. Quinn gives him a little bit of a nod and says, Well, Pachas, we were just talking about this, and I can do some research on it to see if it is what little Bean expects, mm-hmm. but... Um, oh. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, y- yeah, if everyone else is good on board, uh, that yeah, you can, you can take it. As she's gonna look to you, Nora. Uh, Nora's just gonna shrug. You, uh, you seem to don't trust me very much. Which is completely understandable. I mean, I am a stranger to you. I don't trust anybody right now. Hmm. Well, that's a horrible way to live. As she's gonna put the chip back in the box and close it up and put it in her bag. And she's like, well, then I will do any research I can on this. And before you leave, come back and get it. And I'll send you any information that I can find. That'd be mighty helpful, Pete. Uh, Daythorn. It would probably not be best for you to stay in your apartment right now. What? What did you do? I didn't do anything. Why would you assume that? Because I have an awful nice neighbor lady who gets sugar from my apartment. Yes, and she's been getting her sugar on a daily basis. I promise you. I even rigged up a little system. She doesn't even have to come to your door anymore. Why doesn't she just buy her own damn sugar? She said she forgets. She's a very nice lady, though. Old people. I think she feeds her daughter way too many cookies, but... She's a bean sprout. She keeps growing and she's thin as hell. <laughs> she does bring me cookies, so that that's worth it, I suppose. Anyway. But... Why not? If the Bryce Sanctum finds out that you're here, the first place they're going to look is your apartment. I'm sorry. Why is the Bry Sanctum looking for you? That's a good question. I, then I turned to Dr. Quinn. Why is the Bry Sanctum looking for her? Okay, well, they're not exactly looking for her. Um, I may or may not have seen one of the reports that Gabriel had done about a cargo ship and a Gnossi, and an AI, and a princess, as she kind of looks at you, Nora, but gives you a little wink. There's no princesses here. <laughs> wink! She gives you a little about. wink. <laughs> wink. <laughs> she says, I don't know if they are actively looking for you right now, but there is a report out there. I'm not sure if they know it's you. It didn't say your name on there. But to be safe, it would be best if you don't stay in the inner circle. Okay. Did, before we head out and do anything else fun, did you find any information from, uh, about Dr. Like, she's kind of like still struggling to try and say the name. Um. Kaleland. So wait, 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 wait. Who, who's this doctor? 
Kalula? Kamehameha? What? what? It's meant to sound hella elvish, uh, so it's whatever. Is it in a- wait. I've not come across anything substantial yet, but I have been, uh, I do have a, a sample coming to me soon that might reveal something. And as soon as I get that research done, I will send it immediately to you. So I, I have to make that trumpet. As of right now, it is looking like it. Trip to where? Back home. Mm. Well, we're not going to let you go alone. I don't know what's going on, but... I mean, this is super cryptic, and I don't know who these people are, but... Uh, yeah, we're coming with you. Uh, not gonna let you go it alone. Uh, Daythorn looks to Fee, because Fee has always been that mother figure to her. She's like, I don't know what to do. Well, Bean Sprout, it sounds like... You might have some more adventuring to do. I know you don't want to go back there, but maybe facing this might answer some questions. And it seems like you have a good group of friends here that are willing to help you through that. And you know you always have me here. Yes. As long as you don't explode my apartment, good. There was only one time that it almost happened, and I fixed it right away. So... <laughs> Uh, um, Dr. Dr. Quinn. Yes. Are you safe here? Oh, yeah, I'm safe. Don't worry about it. The Bryce Sanctum may be cuckoo bananas, but I keep my head low, and besides, I'm the head uh, scientist for the first level, so what would they do without me? Those idiots don't know anything. <laughs> are, are you sure, though? Of course I'm sure. Look, as long as I keep my head down and don't go flaunting around about what I'm about to do, everything will be fine. The breast sanctum don't really usually care about our our level of uh, science ward. We are the lowest level, but I think that we have the smartest group of people. Even if Daythorn quit. I wasn't gonna stick around. Well, I don't blame you. But I'm just saying the lab is extremely boring since you left. Go go boss around those interns some more. Maybe they'll, they'll be better. At least they don't have Callum there. No, he's up at third level now. And I'm pretty sure he's failing because he doesn't know what to do. Damn right. Deserves it. As uh, Sito goes, yeah, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's probably, like, maybe the first time you see Daythorn get, like, really heated to the point where her hair flickers more often than usual. Besides the the god fight of unwanted anger <laughs> she had. God fight of unwanted anger. Why didn't we name the Valentine's Day episode that? <laughs> but male tampering and meat sticks. So yeah. raw. Yeah. That's just that's us. More fun. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> do do you four 
have a place that you can stay. <laughs> I look at Botches. Uh, <laughs> both look at Botches. Yeah, uh, I got my old apartment. My roommate's still there. It's a pretty, pretty big pad, so. Botches. Yeah. Does Gabriel know that you live there? Nope. Are you a hundred percent sure? I'm pretty damn sure. I ain't there most of the time. Uh, it's... I mean, Gabriel really doesn't come down into the uh, waste that often, I feel. He likes to be out in his uh, big chrome ships. I understand, but if this report of us is now around, I want to make sure that we're staying somewhere that he will not find us. As uh, Dr. Quinn pipes up and it's just like, oh no no no, it's not around. I snuck into his office and looked at his reports. It's just in his office. seem way more crazy than we are. You're a- she's the best. You're a great woman. (laughs) I- I respect that. Thank you. Seems like your division is smart and cool. What? So if you're sneaking and looking at reports, can you tell me anything else that might have happened that could be connected to us? All I saw was the report that he was in a battle with the cargo ship, and there were no names on it except for botches. So, that's all I really was able to get. I was mainly just going up there for a signature, but he left his, uh, his door open and he wasn't there, so I thought I would just go drop it off on his desk and my eyes slipped. Rolfie, I love you. I love you too, Bean Sprout. So you're kind of like, like, uh, acting mother here, right? Like... To Daythorn? Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. I see her kind of as my adoptive daughter. She was uh, she was in the lab for a long time, and, well, I, I kind of knew her mother. And we just got really close, and we have a really good relationship, don't we, Bean Sprout? Yes, we do. I'm glad you're around. Aww. As you guys are eating, uh, Dr. Quinn kind of stops and looks at the door. You guys look up to see three Bryce Sanctum soldiers on their break, heading to the counter to get coffee. And Dr. Quinn says, I think it's time for you four to leave. Hey, Lance. Hmm? How long has it been since I re-upped Mask of Many Faces? Like 35 minutes. Oh, okay, so uh, I still have about half hour left. Yeah, you have about 25 minutes left. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, thanks, Fiend. If you could wire me stuff while we're still here, that'd be useful, because I've already blown through 80. 80? Look at their clothes! What did you think they had? Oh, that's true. <laughs> Alright. So she kind of acting like your sugar mama right now? Like... Oh, yeah. I mean... Uh, well... I respect that. Daythorn wasn't ever one to really splurge when it came to spending her salary. So she has quite a bit saved up. Now, I think you four should maybe make for the door. Daythorn gives her a hug. She is going to hug you back. And 
uh, kind of go over and start talking to the Bright Sanctum soldiers just to distract them. <laughs> so the four of you can leave. She starts talking about a coffee patch and how they look really tired and how they wouldn't have to come to the cafe if they had one of her coffee patches that also explodes. Don't explode. Not anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, you don't know it, but Daythorn has some patches. <laughs> There's a reason Daythorn can't drink coffee. Uh, oh, shit. Oh. So you guys make it out into the streets of Trine, and that's where we're going to end it. It's the last week, so fifth week of Min-Max Mankind. Woo! So get those uh, Roll for Humanity rolls in now while you can. Uh, to summarize, Min-Max Mankind is an all-may event started by the Lawful Stupid Podcast. For more information, you can visit their website at minmaxmankind.org for more. We'll be donating to the Child's Play charity, which is, which is dedicated to improving the lives of children. Uh, with toys and games. Uh, so rolling for with advantage, we have whose turn is it this time? It's last week. Me? Yeah. Thirteen. All right, thirteen dollars. Right, give me a second. Let me do the grand total because this will be the last one. That will be a grand total of eighty-nine dollars from Apon in the twenty SA podcast going to the Child's Play charity for Max Mankind. Woo! Woo! Uh, at 20SA, if you're able, we want you to roll a d20 and give it to a charity of your choice. Um, or if you're a podcast, let your fans help decide who gets it. Uh, don't forget to challenge someone else, because there's only a little bit of time left for Minmax Mankind. And as a reminder, most of the cast has donated something for the Minmax Kind raffle. So donate monies, tell Lawful Stupid, tell us, win prizes and all that fun stuff, and yay! Yay! Woo! We would like to thank everyone for listening today. You can check us out and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at 20SA Podcast. And YouTube at 20 Sided Adventures Cast for all your sneak peeks, previews, extra content, or random shit we say. Or if you just want to chill and hang out in our Discord, say hello. We promise we won't bite. Hard. We also have a website for other fun tidbits. Such as the Help Action Initiative. Links are in the description below. Don't forget to like and review our episodes on your pod listener of choice. We love to know what you think. We love five stars. And we also love your honesty because it's the best policy. See you later, space cadets. Reach for the stars. And send a postcard or an email. Bye! Bye.